edition of the Lakers Locker Room. I'm your co-host, Tejon Graham. Alongside me is my guy, the one, the only, Mr. Jason Lillard. Jason, how are you doing today, man? Fantastic. Thank you, Tejon. So we are in another edition of our senior send-off series. So for those who are joining us right now, we started the series last year. This is obviously the series where we look to dedicate graduate students from each of our neighborhood Lakers sports teams. So the last couple of weeks, we've done both the volleyball team and the women's basketball team last week. This week, we're continuing with the women's soccer team. So we have about five seniors here from the women's soccer team that we'll be talking to today. So we have Lauren Dijon, Joy Simpson, Hannah Gowland, Abby Rowe, and Michaela Volpe. How are you ladies doing today? So let's get right into it. So Abby, you know, you were on this series last year, so you kind of know how this goes. But, um, you know, last year when we talked on the senior seminar series with obviously all the other seniors, you know, we thought this would be the last of you. And then you end up deciding to come back. What was kind of the biggest biggest reason behind why you decided to come back for another year? Um, I think a big part was um, in my third year, I broke my wrist and I was injured the whole season. So that was gone. And then my fourth year, COVID canceled our whole season. So that was gone. So I just, I really wasn't ready to end at that point. And I was excited to come back and give it one last go. And I'm super glad I did because it was an awesome season. We told her she wasn't allowed to leave yet. (laughs) (laughs) No, for sure, for sure. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But Michaela, you've been very, very busy. Obviously, you see on the gram, you've obviously just finished BED. You're about to start some new stuff. But I recently saw that, you know, you're playing for the Electric City Football Club. So how's that experience going for you so far? It's going well. We um, we just had our first home opener or so our first home game or home opener. And uh, we broke the league record for on the women's side with over a thousand fans. And wow. so that was an incredible experience to to play in front of that many fans, a little little bit bigger than Nip uh, to play yeah. in front of that many fans. Um, so it was pretty exciting and the, the crowd was awesome. So it's it's a great atmosphere to be in. No, that's awesome for sure. So let's get right into it. So obviously the 2021-22 season, you know, obviously last year we had no 2020-21 season. Then we came back this year, you know, football slash soccer is really the first sports to come back. So, um, Joy, I'll start with you. If you could describe the 2020-20, sorry, the 21-22 season in one word, what would it be and why? Honestly, I would have to just say incredible. Like the atmosphere in the team room was always top notch. Everyone was always having so much fun. Um, on the field was amazing too like we broke some big records this year um everyone really gelled this year as a season which i thought was awesome um so yeah just incredible all around the the players the coaching staff um the fans and everything like we had always full stadium uh of fans even with COVID going on so yeah just incredible experience i would say yeah what about you hannah i think this is like one of like the first years that we really did like really well like on and off the field like I I don't know about you but I feel like just like the socializing off the field and like really I don't know maybe it like helped with the chemistry on the field too like I feel like we're all just getting like along just like perfectly we're totally in sync and it was like obvious on the field like I think our record showed that it paid off for sure and what about you Lauren um, are still doing like the one word. Yeah, I would say, <laughs> I'd say like hard work just because I feel like the entire season, like our season's not very long, but like for the time that we are out there, like it's very intense and like it's a lot of strain on our bodies and like everyone kind of put in the work and like was there, was dedicated the whole time. So I feel like as a team, like we really came together and like did what had to be done and like the results showed this season which was really nice so hopefully we can keep that up for next season and 
like do even better, hopefully. Yeah, for sure. You know, Abby and Mick, we obviously had you guys both last year on the podcast and obviously last year was the COVID year. So there's obviously no season, which was obviously a really hard period of time for both um, student athletes, a lot of student athletes across the OUA and across the country. So Jason, I'll definitely let you ask that question. Um, yeah. So how did you guys kind of um, like deal and cope with kind of losing something you guys have trained your whole life for having that off season? Like, how did you guys get through that? How was your kind of the adapting phase through that? Anyone of you guys can start to free like during COVID. Yeah. During COVID, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like for Joy and I, we kind of started in COVID like living together. Like I was in London with her for like a month. So that kind of made our transition into it not as bad, which was really lucky because I know a lot of people were by like themselves and didn't really have anyone else to like work out with or like get touches in and stuff. So for us that was really nice but it was definitely hard like not being able to like get together with the girls or see the team or like do big group practices and stuff but yeah I think that like for me at least like having someone that I could like rely on to like push me if I needed it was really nice yeah for sure now did uh, you guys all live alone the rest of you guys yeah I was I was back home uh during it and then obviously like when our season for the COVID year yeah. started, like our, tra- our, our year of training started, I was back up at school with everyone. Um, but I think for me, the whole experience of like being off that season, like, of course we were training together, but I think it just made me appreciate everything so much more. Like I remember if there was days I'd go to practice and be like, oh, I don't want to go. I'm tired. I'm feeling it, whatever. And there was, when we got back to it, I was like, I will never say I don't want to go to practice again. I will never, I said like, I actually missed turf burn because I just, I missed my sport so much. So I was, I was just grateful when we were able to get back to it in the training. So I think it just made me appreciate everything and honestly just enjoy the last season that I had with the group so much more because of that. Yeah. And I think being on campus this year too, especially being a student athlete, I think you really see that there's definitely much more of an enhanced experience for those who were here previous before COVID. I know it's really different for those who kind of came in COVID year and this is really the first year, but those like for everyone here who came in before COVID, you can really see that a lot of people really had enhanced joy for the sport that they play because not having it for a whole year was really difficult. Hannah, I'll ask you this question, you know, now that you had the season, you know, this past year, obviously compared to the year before, was there something about the student athlete experience that you may have realized that it was gone they may have took for granted that you were excited to get once you got it back this past year yeah uh I I just have like this like distinct memory of like the first game back and like I just remember I was so excited and just like I think one of the things I really miss was like being in the team room it's just such a tiny thing but like the team room before game like practices is just like I feel like that's just like an underrated like aspect of like I guess like student athlete like living I don't know but like I think I just missed like the energy before games and like the first game back, like that was like everything. I remember I was so pumped. Like it was awesome. Yeah, for sure. But let's, let's really talk about the season. Like you guys got up to, I don't even know how to describe it. You guys, let's just obviously PG 13, you guys were kicking butt. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you, you guys dominated like the almost, I think the first eight games, y'all didn't even allow a goal, which, which I was telling Jason, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Lauren, just talk a bit about that hard style. Like I said, you guys, Start, I think I think I believe it was eight. No, you guys even let in a goal. Like you guys were really putting the league on notice. Like just talk about that hot start for the season. Yeah. Um, it was actually crazy. Like our back line, like 
we really took like pride in that and like we like I said earlier like hard work like we showed up every game like every practice and like we were ready to like do what we had to but like that record like going eight and no like I know Abby and I like before every game like do our little handshake we're like like let's keep the record going (laughs) so that was really sick but yeah I don't know I think that like our back line this year just like we worked really well together and we were able to like communicate when we had to and yeah I don't know it was really it was a really sick thing to do together for sure. I mean, last year when we had you on the podcast, you know, and we talked with the other girls, the one thing we really talked about a lot throughout your episode was, you know, kind of never seem to be the underdog, you know, always having something to prove. When you guys follow your names on the U Sports Top 10, I think for the first time in your program, city, what did that moment feel like? Because like, you were here for three years and we talked about, you know, you guys are taking a step forward every year from not making the playoffs to making the playoffs to winning a playoff game to hosting. And for you guys to finally have your name, Nipissing University Top 10 in the country. Like, did it hit you that right away? Or was it something that you were just so locked in on the season and trying to get the job done that at that moment, you just didn't really have time to kind of take in what, how big of a monumental thing it was for the program? Um, I think definitely a bit of both. Like, it was super exciting and nice to see our name be on that list. Because again, like, I've been here, Michaela, also for a few years, and we've recognized that um Nipsing didn't get all the recognition we deserved in the past so it was super awesome just to see that we were finally getting that this season like people were looking at us um we are no longer considered like the underdogs of this season like we are definitely the one like the team to beat or however you would say that so that was yeah super exciting like we we're all so proud of ourselves so that was an unreal moment seeing our our name up there on that list um, Michaela, I just want to ask you a quick question about the comeback season. Um, in terms of leadership, uh, how was it different this year versus any other year? And how did that lead to the, the, the success you guys had this year? Um, I think our leadership group, like, has has always been great. Like, I've had I've had Ab. Previously, we had Annie as well, and we worked really well as a cohort. Um, we had Sim this year. Unfortunately for injury, she wasn't, wasn't there always, um, but I know she was cheering us on the whole time, which, yeah. wish she could have been in there too. Um, was a great team manager instead. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think in terms of leadership, like it's, it's been a long time coming um, and being there for so many years, you kind of know what's at stake and what's coming and just growing the program. I think both Ab and I, we knew how much it meant, how long the program had been coming to this point and just kind of reiterating that to the girls of like, Hey, like even the younger ones, like this is such a big moment for us to get here and just reminding them like how big of the moment is and stuff like that. And kind of helping steer us to like, Hey, we've got a job to do and making sure we're on the same page with what we're doing and all the goals that we've set for ourselves. And I think the record and stuff that we had this year speaks to, to keeping everyone on the same page and, and having that goal in mind for us. Uh, yeah, did, did you notice this year too, um, that a lot of the, the rookies coming in were more hungry, like this year specifically? I would say, yeah. Cause especially like even the ones who technically were rookies, but weren't necessarily true rookies, like the second years that came in because they had that year to train, they were hungry. They wanted it. They wanted to be here. They were like, okay, we've had a year of training. Now we really want to get into it. And then even the ones who are coming in from high school, they had even had a year off as well. So you knew they were ready to get back into it. Like everybody wanted to be here and had the mindset they, they wanted to be here and get that job done. Yeah. 
when you're in the middle of your season, obviously you're super locked in and just really trying to get the job done. Like I said, you know, you guys are really locked in. You guys are winning all your games. You're trying to, you know, get the OEA championship, get to nationals. Obviously you guys fell short, which we'll talk about a little bit on, but obviously throughout the journey, you guys, safe to say you guys made the school really proud. Like you guys are doing amazing things. Um, Joe, I definitely want to ask you this question. You know, when you're in a small city like North Bay, you know, the real focus is really Nipissing University. And like I said, a lot of people throughout the community are really proud of this team. When you're in the middle of like the season, like the battle, like, can you feel like all the people that are support or you guys are so super locked in the way you guys are trying to do? Because a lot of times people give compliments and you guys are doing a great job. But you guys are so locked. People are locked in that you guys don't really have the time to really sit back and like, take in what you guys are really doing is really historic. So in the middle of the season, like, are you guys hearing all the stuff that people are saying about your team or you guys are super locked in and just getting the task done? I feel like we're kind of, I know for me at least, it's kind of a bit of both. Like we're, we had a really great season this year and I think we all had to kind of take a step back and just recognize what we were doing for not only our school, but the city of North Bay, right? Like we're, we're going out there, we're playing big schools. We're putting North Bay on the map pretty much like, you know, you go up against Toronto and Western and, you know, like who knows about North Bay? No one really. Like, yeah. so I feel like you kind of have to take a step back and recognize like, okay, we're doing this for not only our school, but to represent our city, but also recognize that, you know, our season is so short and we only had, I think, 10 games this season. So you really have to be locked in. And if you want to keep going for that eight and no record and even more like striving for more then you have to be locked in. But I think taking a second too to recognize like, hey, we're doing really well and kind of pat ourselves on the back for putting our school and our city on the map. Yeah. Going to Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I feel like it kind of hit for me at least the most that like when our season was over, because like we were all like devastated that like the season was over because we felt like we still like had so much more to do. But then like looking back on it, it's like, okay, like it's over, but we still did so well. Like the record that we had, like was sick and like what we did was like so good and obviously like how it ended was disappointing but like looking back at it after I feel like we still like kind of had to recognize like what we did was still like really good. Yeah, sure. It was nice It was nice too like our team really appreciated the support we got at home games and stuff and you saw like all the fans different um, like Nipissing teams so like we definitely recognized that and it was awesome to see everyone out and we are glad to kind of do the same thing once our season was over go and support all the other teams i think too like going out now and like talking about or mentioning the season and how well we did just having people kind of bring it back to you and be like oh my gosh yeah like i read about how well you guys were doing or i heard about this game or i read about this and whatnot like so like hearing other people bring it back to us and be like, yeah, like you guys did awesome. I think that was a really cool experience too, that people in the community were also recognizing how well we were doing and what we were representing for the school. For sure. Um, we know, obviously, like I said, you guys had a great start. Um, obviously, you guys got to the playoffs. You guys won your first round. And obviously, unfortunately, you guys had the tough loss. I believe it was to Western. You know, I think hers like won nothing. You know, there's so many things that go through your head. Obviously, as athletes, you know, when you're you win and then obviously you lose, especially when I feel like for you guys, because I really felt like for a lot of you guys, especially when you're last year, that you guys thought that this was, if there was any year we could really make a run to possibly winning it all. This was the year. And I definitely want to ask you, because obviously, you know, we're not in the locker room. Like, what was that locker room like that when you guys you know when the either the stop or the goal hit and you guys realized that this amazing run that you guys had worked so hard for was over? Um, I mean, 
I think a lot of it at like towards the end when it was over, I guess. I mean, I was, I wasn't, I don't know if I was in the locker room directly after because I hurt my knee. So I wasn't like completely in like the actual game, but obviously I was like on the sidelines completely supporting the girls. But I think I can imagine like after any loss, like I think there's a lot of silence and just like, we all recognize how hard we worked. Like I think every game, like win or lose, like we always recognize how hard we work. We appreciate, you know, like everyone else's efforts. Um, but if there is that moment of just like, you know, like being upset and just like, thinking about oh like what if we could have done this but like and you, you can't really get caught up like that right so um I think at the end of the day like the girls do a great job at being there for one another and never getting upset or anything um I think that's like one one thing I really value with the girls like we never pinpoint or anything like we're in it as, as a team no matter win or lose hurt or on the field like we're always there for each other so I think after the loss like it sucks, but we are there for each other at the end of the day, which I, yeah. Um, one of the memories that sticks out in my mind after it, um, was like joy ran and hugged me after, like we knew what that game meant. And then, um, the, the, the seniors, we all sat out on the, on the, <laughs> like on our bench together. And we just, we just had to sat, sit there and, and, and we were out there until we got kicked off. The yeah. 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 We, were, we could stay there as long as and we, we needed to move. until we got kicked off. So that's, no words that's, were spoken. It was yeah. just tears and sniffles. Yeah. It was a yeah. really yeah. nice moment. We just yeah. sat there in silence. Just kind of decompressed and kind of absorbed what that meant and and uh, to walk off together with like the people that you kind of, even though I'd been here like a couple years longer, Ab, a couple of years longer, like this was kind of our graduating class with like a lot of you girls that we kind of started this journey with. Cause when you guys came in, that's really when we started kind of picking things up and started making playoffs and kind of putting ourselves on the map. So then to walk off the field together, kind of for the last time um, <laughs> was that something that really sticks in my head. And then just kind of being in the team room after. And like, I love my Jersey. I love my black Jersey. I didn't want to take it off. I didn't want to take the crest off. Like I just, I did not want to take that Jersey off for the last time. So that, those are things that I'll. That it was an interesting head. dynamic with like our senior group and then like the younger girls, just cause all of us, like once the game ended and we lost in penalty kicks, like all of us kind of knew, like, I mean, join Lauren, like you guys are returning. I, I believe, um, yeah. <laughs> but, but like still, like we're all just as seniors, we're like, damn, like that was a really good run. Like for Michaela and I, Hannah too, like this is over now. Um, and then like, we all again, took like 20 minutes on the field to come in. And then when we came in the locker room, like it was just, it was interesting. Like it was nice seeing the younger girls, like, you know, guys like, okay, like we'll start thinking about next year. Or, like after we take a little break and they're kind of just, you know, planning for next year, just after the season ended. And I remember like McCann and I kind of like looked at each other, we're like, yeah, oh, this yeah. is weird. Yeah, this is weird, not like being on that side, but you know. Yeah. For sure. like for speaking for all five of us and Staya, like that's how it went down two years prior when we had our first big kind of big playoff run. So I think I remember standing with Staya on the sidelines and just holding hands and we went to PKs and I was already in tears. I was like, it can't go down like this. Like we can't do it twice in a row. And <laughs> the fact that it ended like that again was I think a really tough pill for all of us to swallow. It was, 
I think it was just kind of a big flashback and not, not a good one, but uh, I'm kind of glad that we all got to go through it again together at least. And like Mick said, like just walking off the field after that and after having our moment and after Vito kind of kicked us off the field, um, just kind of going out all together was, it was definitely nice, but yeah, it was a, it was a time for sure. We talked to Vito yesterday and he was like, you guys are practicing PKs every practice this next season. And I was like, okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. But I think too that um I think everyone knows as athletes or as teams, you know, everything's everyone's happy when you know it's going good, you know, when you guys are winning, stuff like that. But the real emphasis of what a real team is like obviously how are you guys like when you lose. And to hear you guys talk about how close you guys were after you guys lost really shows how much of a team you guys were. So Definitely want to give you guys a quick shout out. You know, like I said, it was awesome just being a fan and watching you guys. You know, obviously when our team heard for, I think, I forget, we were, I think we were coming back from York and we heard that on the team, the soccer team last, we were all like, damn. Because we, we, we were all in it with you. We're like, yo, like, this is the year. Like, these girls can really do something. So, like, the fact that and like, it is, it is what it is. But I definitely don't want you guys to think that, you know, you guys failed or anything like that because you guys really did put this team on the map. Like we said, Ab, we talked about last year, like you guys really did put the team, the school on the map. So definitely want to give you guys a shout out. But to stay on a positive note though, you know, two of you obviously were, you know, a lot of you girls were recognized, you know, for your team or your personal contribution of the season. You know, Abby, I'll start with you first. You know, what was it like to, you know, even though all this stuff happened, you know, you guys lost, but you personally came back, you know, I think you did the player of the year, you got, you know, OUA rewards, youth both recognition. Like, what was that like for you personally? Uh, I was super proud of myself. I was really happy. And again, just thinking back, I was so glad that I ended up coming back for that final season, just because, again, like, I wasn't 100% at the time. Like, I was on the fence a little bit. And then I decided, I'm like, hey, you know what? Like, I'm not ready to quit. And then, again had that amazing season um felt like really accomplished with myself and again my teammates like we did amazing and yeah I was just super happy and honored to receive those awards it was it was incredible yeah Michaela same question um yeah actually so when David called me um the first like I was kind of in shock when he told me and then the the first thing I said after was, did Ab get it too? Because I wouldn't be anywhere I am without my back line. And that goes for the other girls in my back line. Like whatever I accomplished this year, I wouldn't have been able to do without them. So I definitely, my first thing was, did, did some of those players get the recognition that they deserved as well? And like anything I say, like my back line has my back. They save about a hundred times over. So I definitely like they're, the reason that I have any of that is a lot because of them and what they do in front of me and the way we work together. So all of the chemistry we had was insane. Like I, we literally knew what we were going to do without any form of communication, just from like, I could look at Ab and I knew she was heading it back. Yeah, to exactly. Fine. <laughs> yeah, that's when you, you know, that's when you know, yeah. that's when you know. So definitely well-deserved. So congratulations to you too. So, Thank you. so you guys, you really deserved it. Like what you've been hearing so far? Make sure to follow us on IG at Lakers Locker Room and subscribe to our YouTube channel while you're at it, where you can find clips of all our episodes and video content associated with the podcast. Part two of the Lakers Locker Room starts now. Jason, you have any more questions before I continue? You got a couple? Yeah, I actually kind of want to loop back to that, the chemistry for you guys this year. Um, like COVID was like, you know, pretty crappy and all, but uh, I've heard all of you guys say, like, you realize how much you take for granted in terms of having teammates have 
having everyone around kind of the, the social and quality time you guys get, would you guys say that that break and that, you know, not knowing if you're going to be able to play kind of helped build the chemistry this year and helped you guys all off the court or I mean, off the field, sorry. <laughs> to be honest, I'd say during the COVID year, it was a little bit rough because we had girls coming in that we hadn't really met before and we hadn't been able to do any team building because of the COVID rules. So it very much, and I don't know if every other team was like this, felt like there was a bit of a divide because a lot of us had known each other, of course, the previous years, and we didn't know the younger girls. So then when it came time to actually have our season, we could hang out and do those things together. It was like, okay, we really need to make sure that we get this chemistry down and we figure each other out and get working on that. So I definitely think the time, even during COVID while we were training, we had on-field chemistry, but not necessarily the off-field chemistry. But then as soon as we had the chance to get that off-field chemistry, I think because we already kind of had that on-field chemistry, we were able to, to make that happen so much quicker. And I definitely appreciate that perspective too, because I think with COVID, like with when it comes to the chemistry, I think it could have gone two ways. It could have either brought your team together because obviously everyone's going through the same situation, or like you alluded to, Michaela, it could possibly divide the team because a lot of the people that come in, depends how much recruits you have, right? Like if you have a young team coming in, then maybe it helps you because you guys are all through, going through the same thing together. But I know for a better team like you guys, it might have been a little bit difficult just because you girls have been accustomed to each other for so long, and they maybe have like, say, two, three, four, or five, I'm not saying off the top of my head, maybe new people come in and that's a big, that's a big gap, right? It could be like say 11 people together for long, so long versus five, right? So like, how do you get that balance? So I definitely like the fact that it brought your team closer together and hopefully it led to success. I know for our team, you know, it definitely brought us closer because a lot of us, you know, we're pretty cool with each other. So we still kind of talked throughout COVID and stuff like that and obviously helped to go into this past season. So definitely glad that it, it benefited you guys and kind of helped you guys, you know, obviously go out to the great season that you guys had. Um, I definitely want to switch gears a bit and um, talk about the evolution. So obviously when you're at Nipissing, you know, you come in, Abby knows I'm going with this, you know, you come in as pretty young and then you finish, you know, your mid twenties. Um, definitely want to start with you, Michaela, you've been here for six years. <laughs> and I remember a couple weeks ago, we had um, the Bobbits in the podcast. And I remember Mason uh, said, you know, how long you've been at Nipissing? He says six years. He says you've been at Nipissing a quarter of your life. And when he said that, so I was like, damn, that's like a lot of people. And I feel like you're probably in the same boat. So like, what talk a bit about the, your evolution from first year Michaela to now? Like, what's the biggest difference from freshman Michaela to the one we see right now? Um, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> I think overall, I've just become like, and this goes outside of soccer too, I've just become a lot more sure of myself and confident with who I am and going through my education, my experiences like with soccer and having a leadership role on the soccer team um, and other leadership roles on campus. I've just over time, over the six years, like I really think I've grown into that and kind of settled into who I am and who I want to be and where I'm going. And that takes, took me into to teaching and doing what I'm doing now and coaching and all those different things. So I really think over time I came in at 17 and I was excited to be here, but I think I was, yeah, just young. And then over time through different opportunities and stuff, I think it really settled into to more of who I am and, and being confident with who that person is. Yeah, Hannah, same question. Like what's the biggest difference from first year Hannah to now? Like how much have you evolved for over your time at Nipissing? I came in at 17 years old. I didn't know anything. <laughs> I literally did not even know how to make pasta or heat up pasta. <laughs> I was so helpless, honest to God. Like, <laughs> I was actually astonishing. I don't know how I survived first year. 
honest like no idea but I feel like through years like I learned how to make pasta so that was good and then I uh, managed I feel like I'm a lot more outspoken and sure of myself now and I think like I had to go through some stuff to figure it out but I'm pretty proud of like where I am on and off the field now like mind you I don't really know what I'm doing with like I'm graduating from Pizet. I still don't know what I'm doing. I'm a bit off, like I have a bunch of stuff that I want to do, but I'm not 100% sure on what path I'm gonna take. But I think um, these four years have just given me like time to just be like, don't take it for granted. Just like figure, I'll figure it out. Like I know I will, but yeah, I just think I'm a lot more like outspoken, like proud and just happy with who I am. And it's just like, it's been a ride and I, I love all my friends here. So I'm happy to stay with them from after I graduate. But yeah, I don't know. Love you guys. And it's been awesome. <laughs> now that's dope, but, hey, but that, that's honestly an honest answer. And I appreciate that because we always ask people to be honest. So that's a very, very honest answer. Jason, that's a very honest answer. So I, I appreciate, thank you, Hannah, for being honest. But um, <laughs> no, but for, but for real though, like, you know, when you're at Nipissing, you're obviously a student athlete, like you learn so many different lessons. You know, obviously every sport that you play teaches you so much lessons that you use in your life. But even just being a student, like you learn so many different things. So Lauren, I'm gonna ask you this, like, Throughout your time at Nipissing, what's been the biggest lesson either soccer has taught you that you used off the field or just in general or just in general as a university student that you've learned? Like what's the biggest lesson you've learned? Um, I feel like through soccer and kind of through like school and whatnot, just like kind of understanding like everyone has like a different like how do I even say this like everyone has different ideas and everyone has different like viewpoints about like how things should be done or like yeah. how certain things should be broken down so I feel like being part of like a team sport and like even like group projects and stuff and like classes and whatnot just like being able to like understand and appreciate like everyone's different point of views and then kind of like taking everyone's ideas and whatnot and making it cohesive and making it all come together um but yeah I feel like throughout like the four years like kind of gaining a better understanding of that and like yeah like I don't even know how to like really verbalize this but like like appreciating like everyone's differences and like different ideas different viewpoints and kind of making them all come together to like work as a whole I feel like was the biggest learning point <laughs> not for sure no you know we always um do this on the podcast we always like to you know give insight because obviously we've all been here for multiple years and obviously when you come into university there's a lot of different things that you don't know there's a lot of things you have to learn so just based off your experience throughout your time at Nipissing and these are really for student athletes like what advice would you give for an incoming Nipissing student athlete that's looking to really be a successful student and athlete at the same time just based off your experiences during your time at Nipissing I feel like a main thing that everyone would say as well as like time management is huge like being able to manage like your four or five practices a week like games on weekends and also like your full course load at the same time like it's a lot like it's busy and like it can really become overwhelming like really fast if you're not on top of things so yeah I feel like time management and just being able to like manage everything that you have going on is huge and having like a team and friends to rely on is really like helpful if you need like that extra support. How about you Joy? I would say um, I'm a very plan-oriented person, um, and I've come to realize that over the four years, but I would say definitely try to come in with some sort of path or plan or 
structure for your four years, but also, and I've learned this a lot this year, like accepting that that plan may not be straightforward and that kind of like what Lauren was saying earlier, people have different plans and people have different pathways to get to where they want to go to and kind of just embracing like where your own path takes you. Like I know for me coming in, like my soccer path wasn't exactly the way I thought it was going to be, but school kind of took over and that path really worked out for me and also kind of I had a few bumps on the road. So I would say like come in with a goal and a plan in mind, but also be open to the fact that that plan for you may look very different compared to someone else. Yeah, and I definitely love that too. Cause I remember we talked about it too in a couple weeks ago. We've always talked about it too. I feel like a lot of times people come in with, you know, a preordained idea of like what their time and never seen what time and anything might be like. And then things change, like things happen sporadically. Like obviously when I came in three years ago, I didn't, I'm thinking I'm gonna play five years, but no one obviously anticipated that there'd be a pandemic. So it's like, how do you adjust on the fly? So I definitely love the fact that you said that because I think a lot of times too, people are so predicated or so focused on the plans that they arrange for themselves, but then they don't know what to do in case that falls apart or it switches up. And I think it's really important that people have to be adaptable to the situation. Because like I said, none of us thought that there was gonna be a pandemic that was in the last two years and lose a season and it kind of affects, especially for the fall teams like myself, like, you know, when we had the Omicron pause, like we didn't know if we we're gonna come back, right? So like things like that, we had to adjust on the fly, right? So I definitely hope for people listening that you kind of have to take what's given to you and just make the best of it, right? So like, it's not always gonna go the way you planned it, but as long as you are continuing to be focused and just do what you gotta do then it always works itself out. Um, I got one final question for everyone, but uh, Jason, do you have any more questions before I get to my final question? No, um, that's been great. Everyone's answering questions great. I would just like to add one thing though. Um, okay. To the last thing we were talking about is advice for people. Mm-hmm. Don't take the time for granted. Like the four or five years at university fly by. Like I remember three people on this page in first year in governors and now <laughs> completely different people, like completely different people. So man, time flies, time flies. That's so true. That's, like, that's all I'm going to add. I feel like yesterday, like we just started first year and then like I blinked and now we're like graduating. Like it's Yeah, great. seriously. No, that's facts. So I don't, I don't know if you remember, Mick, but Mick, I remember meeting you my first year. I remember we had the conversation in the gym about like, hey, if you're going to go pro or not. And that was, that was, that was when that was my first year. I don't, know if, I don't know if you remember that, but that's the first time I met you. I was like, and that was three years ago. Like it's, it's crazy how quickly um, time flies. Jason, I'm about to go in my fourth year already. Yeah, already it was crazy i'm already. done next year man like, <laughs> this just flew by <laughs> like jason remember when you met me remember i had low hair and i had barely a fish hair now i've got single braids you wore, you wore <laughs> headphones to the club and attack <laughs> oh never forget it and now <laughs> oh i look at you God. and you're a whole new person <laughs> oh you were a new man tajon oh new my. man oh my. <laughs> yo everyone makes fun of me for that because again i used to wear when we used to go to the bone stuff that i used to <laughs> I still do this. I do this. I used to wear headphones to the club like this. That's how bad it was my first year. As a 19 year old, that's how bad it was. Now, now well, you know, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but uh, now, but final question though was well, it's really a two parter. Um, like I said, obviously we talked a lot about your season. You guys obviously all had an amazing season. Um, but Mikhail, I'll start with you. So I'll ask each person the same question. You can answer one of the questions both or however either or so basically the first the two questions are kind of how would you like to be remembered from your time in Nipissing and how would you like people to remember the 21-22 season for the women's soccer team you can either you can answer either or both um I think in terms of the season itself 
I hope people remember it as something that was exciting. Um, unfortunately, it didn't go as far as we want it to go, but I hope people remember it as something exciting and that the girls going forward get the chance to build off this season and just remember like all, like we remember the previous seasons that we've played in as stepping stones to get where we want to go. And as amazing as this season was, I hope that the girls are able to use it next year as a stepping stone to get to where uh, this program really deserves to be. Um, in terms of how I want to be remembered. Um, I mean, I hope at the end of the day, I'm remembered as a good, as a good teammate. I think that's really just at the end of the day, what I want to be remembered as a good, a good teammate and a good leader at the end of the day that, um, that I put the team first in anything that I had to do. And I, I hope that the girls ended up seeing that at the end of the day. Sure, and definitely want to give you a special shout out as a fellow Dave Marshall Leadership Award winner. So you've definitely done a lot for this, this uh, you know, athletics community. So definitely wanted to thank you for that. Um, I've seen you up and close how much you care and how much work you do. So definitely wanted to give you your flowers while you're still here. Thank um, you. I appreciate it. Same two questions, either or. Like, how would you want to be remembered as your time in Naperson? And how would you want people to remember this 21-22 women's soccer team? Would you say me? Sorry? Yeah, Abby, yeah. You can okay. either, um, or, either or. Uh, I think... For me personally, I would want to be remembered as a player who played with heart and put everything out on the field. Uh, I think that's a great quality in players because, you know, you can teach skill, stuff like that, but you can't teach heart. So I think that's how I would want to be remembered. Hannah? Um, I think I would want to be remembered as someone maybe who's just I don't know, someone that anybody could like come to, I don't know, like a welcoming person. Um, I don't know, I feel like having like an upper year person that's just like very welcoming to like younger players is just such like an important thing that like, is just like, sometimes I, it's not missed, but I just think it's like something that can really help younger players form into who they are. So I hope that I was, I hope I was the person that girls <laughs> could come to and talk to. Um, and I think that's just like, someone who's just friendly and welcoming. Like, I think that's just like the number one thing I'd want to be remembered as, I guess. Yeah. Lauren? Um, I'll kind of like reflect back on what Mick said with like this season. I feel like with how the season went, we kind of like saw like how well we can actually do and like what our team can actually do when we like work together and kind of like push as hard as we can. So I feel like for like the upcoming years, like we almost kind of like set not like a baseline but like kind of like yeah like something that we can push towards and like know like it is achievable like um and kind of like work harder and well not harder like we all worked hard this year but kind of like keep putting in that hard work and like just know that like results will show if like we keep doing what we can so yeah I feel like kind of what Mick said like hopefully this season can kind of keep continuing to build for the future years and whatnot and for what I want to be remembered as, I don't know, like I'm coming back. So I feel like we'll kind of figure that out after two more years. Nice. And Joy? Um, I would say for like reflecting on the season, um, kind of what Meg and Lobo said, like it's, it is achievable. And for the girls coming in and for the girls who are sticking around for a couple of years, and I guess for Lauren and I, um, that's like, we've been working towards that. And that's kind of like a stepping stone as well. Like we can, I think we can push even harder and get even further with the with the girls that we have coming in and with the coaching staff that we have. So I think having that as kind of another stepping stone, like we've been working towards that. So I think just adding that 
and adding another level would be awesome. Um, and I was saying to Lauren, I think it was just today, but for me, like that last season was perfect. Like as much as we didn't do as much as we had hoped for, like the atmosphere was great on and off the field. The, the coaches were great. The girls were great. Like it was like, we all really got along. Yeah. There were so many core memories that I'm going to keep from that season. Like make water in the stew, you know, <laughs> Lauren and I were locked in the bathroom for 30 minutes while we filmed the podcasts, like, you know, like for school. with all the guys and everything, like those are core memories that I hope everyone takes with them for the rest of their lives and for the girls coming in and for upcoming seasons, having that as a, a stepping stone and something to achieve more for. Um, and same thing, I'm coming back, but I would say just being remembered as a positive influence, you know, on and off the field for both academics and soccer and social, just being a positive influence for girls younger than me, girls our age and everything. Um, and just being that positive uh, supporting teammate that everyone needs sometimes, so yeah. Lauren and Joy, are you guys doing teacher's college? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Um, but oh, before I end this up, Mick, I wanna say congratulations. You know, I talked to you a little bit about it, but you know, you guys, you got in to do your master's of education at NIP. So how excited are you to still be doing, you know, some time at Nipissing? <laughs> eight years, people, eight years. <laughs> Unless I push it to part-time, then I can extend it. Um, it is online. So uh, my plan is to start supply teaching while I complete my master's of education at the same time. Um, but I'm excited for it. And when people ask why I picked up a thing, I'm like, it was a no brainer. It's where I've done all my post-secondary education. It's, it's home for me, whether I'm at home uh, where I am now, or I'm at home in North Bay um, it's, it's still home for me. So there was a no brainer and I'm, I'm really happy that I got in and get to do that. So. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Well, with that being said, that ends this episode. You know, Jason, once again, second straight year, we have the women's soccer team. I know it's a blast to have you guys on. So really appreciate you guys all for coming on. I know, like I said, I know the season didn't end the way you guys wanted to, but I really sincerely want to say you guys did fantastic this year. You girls really put Nibisi on the map. I think Jason's safe to say, I think you girls might agree, this probably might have been the best season Nibisi Athletics probably ever had. I think we look at all the teams that made the playoffs, teams that got ranked, you know, we almost won the whole thing with the women's hockey team, which we'll have on the end of the season. I think this is probably the best year athletics ever had. So, and the girls soccer team definitely started that off. So congratulations to obviously everyone listening to all the athletes who were part of this amazing comeback 21-22 season. And specifically congratulations to all you girls on a job well done this year. Seriously, you girls did fantastic this year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And with that being said, that is a wrap on another edition. Oh, go ahead, Jason. Well, uh, I just want to wish all you guys the best with your future endeavors. I hope everything goes great for all you guys down the future. And that's that's my final words. Yep. <laughs> Thank it. you. Yeah, congratulations. And I guess Lauren and Joe, I will see you guys next year. Absolutely. We'll be back. You good now, Jason? You good now? What? You good now, Jason? I'm chilling. Chilling. <laughs> okay, and with that said, that is now the end of the episode. That's a wrap on another edition of the Lakers Locker Room. I want to thank all our seniors from the Women's Soccer Team for joining us. You can find the video version of this interview on YouTube and then to the full interview on all podcasting platforms. Thanks, girls. Thank you. Thank you. All right.